Hello and welcome to the Fresh Start podcast series. Today we have a heck of a show, don't we, Andrea? Oh, I'm so excited, Don. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we're meeting with 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 Connie Jacob, and um, man, she's she's got quite the story. She just has quite the story. Yeah. It's and a story that a lot of people would be afraid to share. That's the whole thing, right? Like she just comes off. You know, she 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 talks about bravery um in in everything that she does but she exudes it in everything that she does Mm -hmm. from her you know she's so open about some of the uh, um, troubles and difficulties she's had uh in her home childhood uh um you know her failures and then that's what leads to where she is today which is you know starting uh, global certification programs across the world, right? So it's it's uh, it's it's such a fun. It's so nice to see somebody that you know is a good person who's doing good work, doing well. Absolutely, and spreading it like she just—it's so great. She gives you permission to be brave and vulnerable after you hear her. It's—I just think it's such a wonderful, wonderful. Story. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. And um, what we uh, what we will do, and, and to anybody listening, we're gonna have in the bio all of uh, Connie's social media handles. And if you don't follow her right now, trust me, start because uh, if you want something that just inspires you on a daily basis uh, or pushes you to um, literally dance. <laughs> Um, uh, do that. It's it's get some of the uh, more negative elements on your social media off and, and add more elements like this. And, and, and I think that you'd be much better off. But um, uh, we really look forward to this. Uh, we, we, we've just spent uh, uh, close to an hour with with, with Connie and uh, you guys are in for a real treat. Absolutely. So stay tuned. All right. Hello and welcome to the Fresh Start podcast series. Today we have a heck of a show, don't we, Andrea? Oh, I'm so excited, Don. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we're meeting with 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 Connie Jacob, and um, man, she's she's got quite the story. She just has quite the story. Yeah. It's and a story that a lot of people would be afraid to share. That's the whole thing, right? Like she just comes off. You know, she 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 talks about bravery um in in everything that she does but she exudes it in everything that she does mm-hmm. from her you know she's so open about some of the uh, um troubles and difficulties she's had uh in her home childhood uh um you know her failures and then that's what leads to where she is today which is you know starting uh, global certification programs across the world, right? So it's it's uh, it's it's such a fun. It's so nice to see somebody that you know is a good person who's doing good work, doing well. Absolutely, and spreading it like she just—it's so great. She gives you permission to be brave and vulnerable 
after you hear her. It's I just think it's such a wonderful, wonderful story. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more. And um, what we uh, what we will do, and, and to anybody listening, we're gonna have in the bio all of. Uh, Connie's social media handles and if you don't follow her right now trust me start because uh, if you want something that just inspires you on a daily basis uh, or pushes you to um, literally dance <laughs> um uh do that it's it's get some of the uh more negative elements on your social media off and, and add more elements like this and 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 i think that you'd be much better off but um uh we really look forward to this uh we, we we've just spent uh, uh close to an hour with, with with connie and uh you guys are in for a real treat absolutely so stay tuned all right and that is when he said, you know, I, I, you know, F feminism, but not you, right? It's so easy to dehumanize a group or demonize a group, but you put two people in the same room and it's like, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you, right? It's it's really difficult to dislike somebody. And, and, and one of the uh, one of the best stories I have on this that's really topical for right now is I had a good friend that served in the Israeli Defense Forces. And this is early 90s. And, you know, tensions were very, very high. And at the, the point of his service, he was guarding one sort of prison refugee camp of Palestinians. So at that moment, anybody within that prison, if they had the chance, would have taken him out. And if they got out of hand, he would have shot them, right? Like this is life or death situation. Fast forward a few years, uh, that person is now at the University of Calgary doing, you know, bachelor, you know, BCom, uh, getting a finance degree, fourth year. And, you know, in the fourth year, there's those capstone courses and everybody's supposed to work, you know, from the different fields work together in one group. He meets this one, you know, young gentleman. They get off like they're just like gangbusters. They're going out for beers together, everything like that. Turns out that at a certain point in time, he was in one of those camps as a prisoner at the same time uh, the other one was guarding it. So you take them out of that situation, right? And it's no longer a bunch of evil Palestinians or a bunch of evil Israeli guards. It's just two people having a beer. And it gets really, really difficult to dislike each other at that point, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. People are hard to hate when you're close to them. That's right. You... Uh, I, I come from a, a Christian background and we always say like you throw your theology out the door when you meet somebody. Right. Like, like sorry, <laughs> like it's gone. Um, it's and that's so interesting. That, remind, that reminded me of the anatomy of peace. Have you read that book? It's nope. about an Israeli okay. and a Palestinian who came together to do a project and both their fathers were killed by one another's camps and they chose to reconcile and, and forgive. Isn't that beautiful? Well, and I think that those things are what just inspire people beyond belief. It it just changes the story enough, and and that's all it is. It's if you could just offer, just change the perspective, even just 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 a little bit, and provide a new story behind it. People can shift their mind, and I think that's what's happened over time. In the eighties, uh, homophobia was rampant. I remember my teachers saying jokes about this you know like you know in, in saturday night live right you know like a girly man was a big huge thing that people and it was all acceptable 
and it was all acceptable. And now as we've moved forward, this, you know, there's that whole battle of political correctness versus, you know, what, you know, mandated speech, but can't we just be nice, right? Like, you know, this isn't about, you know, I'll get, you know, if you say that it makes people feel bad, maybe you shouldn't say that anymore. Maybe that's just a nice thing, right? your mom used to say if you can't say if you can't say something nice don't say anything at all <laughs> i think it's so that that very thing right there is is what gets me so curious about human nature because we are we're always training our kids to be empathetic and nice um, we're talking about cyberbullying. Meanwhile, we have quite the conversation going on on our Facebook wall. Like, <laughs> and and you're like, how do we beautifully well-intended humans end up in these places? That is what drives my, that is the question that I chase daily. And, and I think what it comes down to it, it is, is tribes, right? If, if we feel accepted by a community, will defend that community almost regardless of of what they're talking about um to the same sort of force that we would our very own family right truth that there was this really cool video i'll share it with you it was facts never win arguments with people they they, they might on paper right a fact is you know one plus one equals two but when if somebody believes that it equals 2.5 or three you know, showing them the, that's not going to work, right? You have to talk about the person. You have to learn about the person and then find common ground. Because why do we get so emotionally involved in what that person believes? That's the curious part. That's the curious part. What, like, you know, if you believe something different than me, it's like, oh, that's a different opinion out there. That's interesting. I'll incorporate that into my being. No, that's just not one of the options that people accept. It's such a weird thing. It is. I think that the more we can make sense of our own stories and, and realize how much our experiences have shaped our, our framework, the, the lens in which we see everything through. And that includes the celebrations of our life and how we have the traditions that we've grown up with. Just knowing, just being aware, oh, I grew up in a white community that barely saw any culture. So when I went to Vancouver, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? I was the minority. I'm seeing that whole experience through a certain lens. I'm also seeing people through the lenses of even my heart wounds, um, perhaps maybe the way somebody said something and just being aware of them. I don't know about you, but I, I feel like that has helped myself personally tremendously, starting with of course, my son, the more I understood the storm inside of me, the more I understood just what's going on inside Connie's soul, the more empathetic I can be because I realized, wow, I, I really don't got enough. I really don't have it together as much as I might think. And, and, and if there's any lesson that we could possibly take from any of this is get to that point where I might not know as much as I think I do. And if that's the case, almost everybody you meet can offer you something, something, whether big or small, everybody can offer you a different perspective or, or, or an understanding into who they are, their history, what they might be going through. 
And that's, that's, I think that's at the, at the root of it, the sort of the secret of life, right? How do we be, you know, how are we able to maneuver through this healthy with happiness and joy in our hearts instead of, you know, uh, I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so angry. Now COVID has made me even angrier. I was angry before, but now I'm like super duper angry, right? It's, it's, you know, what does anger provide? Yes. Yeah, I think that anger, any emotion, I think the more we understand our emotions and how they bodyguard, like anger is such a bodyguard. I know anger for me was bodyguarding fear. The fear okay. of what if I can't do this? What if I can't get my son out of this? And to this day, that is still my fear. What if he ends up taking his life one day because I didn't do enough or he couldn't make it? Like there's, And so I'll get angry before I'll get fearful. I'll get angry before I get sad because anger is a bodyguard. I, I, I always, I, I agree with you. I think that it's a hundred percent a bodyguard. And the way that I've always described anger is like, why do we, why do we have it? Right. Why do we have anger right now? How is it serving us in this day and age? And in this day and age, it isn't, but you know, evolutionary wise, scientifically, why do we have that emotion? And what it comes down to is I believe that what it provides is motivation. If you get angry, that gets you up off the couch, doesn't it? It gets you doing something, whether it's defending yourself or attacking somebody else, but it gets you like your body sort of moving. And if we realize that we can just start moving and do things, maybe we don't, you know, maybe the whole anger piece, you know, and the stress, you know, and all the, all the negativity that that has can kind of be avoided, right? We can channel that energy differently. And that's, that's kind of, I guess, my dream when we start talking about communication. But you're, you, you started this past, this path, you know, it, it's, it's almost seemed like destiny, right? From when you were very young, you know, from, uh, and, and I can't tell all the listeners enough, we're going to, you know, make sure Connie, that you give your, 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 your handles out there for your social media, because you guys got to check this out. It just, if that doesn't put a smile on your face every day, I don't know what it does. It certainly does for me. Uh, and it, it, like, it gets me moving. Right. So I, I, you know, I go upstairs make my coffee and I'm trying to copy your moves to horrible effect, but I'm still trying. Uh, <laughs> and you won't. Um, but, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, where do we go from here? So now you, you've worked with students, you've worked with parents, you're working in workplaces and you now have a global certification. I want to hear more about that. And then I want to hear about what's the next stage in the Connie Jacob story. You know, I think for me, a lot of, uh, a lot of what I do, what I've done is in this idea of circles. So hip hop has, just a beautiful history of the cipher, this, the hip hop circle. And I would have students go into the middle of the circle at the end of our class. I would teach the moves and then we go in the middle. And I would explain that the outside of the circle is more important than what's going on in the middle. And that's because the outside of the circle creates, it creates the opportunity for that person to be brave or if we're just choosing to disengage or show judgment, we're shutting people down. It was a 20 year social experiment that every time it was the same, you know, circles where we chose to lean in and look at each other in the face and cheer one another on the person in the middle 
could could have suffered with severe anxiety. I saw this so many times. Students with severe anxiety, there they are in the middle of the circle. And afterwards, they come up to me and they say, I don't understand. Like, I suffer with severe anxiety. I don't know why I went in. I'm like, well, I know why you went in. But but I probed further and they're like, I, just, I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel right. like people were going to hurt me. I felt like I could speak up. I could go in. And I, I continue to think, how do these circle experiences translate into the workplace? We not might not be able to sit in circles, but we can create bravery and resilience and, and creativity in others by choosing to lean in, choosing to engage, choosing to see past the outer, outer prickly even and what's inside that person. And we do that by intentionally creating belonging. Belonging is is bullshit until and until somebody feels it they right. have to feel it for it to be real and so when we come together we create it intentionally by by including people and, and seeing people my favorite three words i see you like that's it that could literally change the world but in order to get there we really do have to see ourselves first but I think the tragedy, the tragedy, I, I scroll through Instagram, I scroll through my social media and I see this, I'm just working on me. I just need to take care of myself first. I just need to, and I'm like, yes, you do. But can we move on from there? Like, <laughs> you're not, I hope you're not still posting that 10 years from now. Right. Like we do that so that we can be the parent, we can be the spouse, we can be the work uh, employee, we can be the boss that everybody needs us to be. But if we just stay there looking inside, I'm just working on me, I'm going to take care of myself. I think that that's why we're in such a mental health crisis because we, A, don't take care of ourselves. And then when we do, we just stay there. Yeah. And I think, I think we can also just redefine what that means. Taking care of myself means putting myself in a place of belonging with a group of other people, right? Like building trust with my community, building, you know, and, and we can redefine words. That's the beauty of words, right? They, they evolve, things evolve over time. And, and yes, every once in a while, you do have to worry about getting yourself out of something toxic or, or, or out of a bad or uh, abusive uh, surroundings environment. There's no question. And then you, you, you know, you can take that time to self-evaluate and, and go through whatever programs you need to build up that bravery and resilience and then use that, those lessons, like actually use that bravery. Yes. That's the powerful. Right. Because people need connection. We need them. And so you need to step beyond yourself for sure, because that's as important to your mental health is creating those healthy connections with people as making sure you get downtime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I even think about how I got into hip hop. I mean, it's because I needed to lose some weight. And <laughs> and I, I don't know, it's just funny how I was taking care of me. I was just doing something for me and how that thing turned into something that impacted my next 20 years and impacted a whole new way of to work with youth. like. But imagine I would have just kept that to myself. I would have just used it as my own self-care. Every Tuesday night, I go to hip-hop class. I mean, not saying that people should use their whatever, but there's so much more that is available to us. Maybe the things that we've experienced, maybe the learnings that we have through some severe, hard times, like we could pass it on somehow. It just 
it does something really grounding for us. Uh, when I share about the struggles we've had in our marriage or the struggles we've had with our son, I mean, I even feel better. But, right. Well, because it's it's now it's it's we remove that whole shame piece of it, right? You know, this this happened to me because I'm a bad so and so. No, it's 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 these things. And and so and, and one time I was chatting about divorce, for example, right? And it was you know, divorce doesn't define people. It's just a life event. Graduation is a life event. Um, you know, the, getting into a car accident is a life event. Uh, a, a divorce is a life event. Good things and bad things can be life events. How you react and how you let it affect you, that defines you. Not the action itself. It's just an action. It's just a thing. What happens next and how, with the decisions you make, that sort of begins to define who you are and what you want to do. And then you can change that definition. You're always allowed to change that definition. And and, and I think that that's the courage that and the bravery. Um, and, and I know, again, you, you use that a lot that, you know, you have you talk about the brave community a lot. And um I mean, talk about an an ideal that uh, you have my full support for. Uh, it's 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 amazing the work that you do, the connections that you that you uh, bring people, and I'm just uh, so grateful to be uh, have the opportunity to chat with you and call you my friend, Connie. This is this has been uh, this has been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks for having me. It's it's thanks. it's our pleasure. So what happens now? Where where's where does Connie go from here? So you have the flourishing workplace, you have that global certification. What's next? What what's the next project you're working on? Well, you know that that is the that is the project right now is okay. this global flourishing life certification that you know has a bunch of niches to it. It, it there's a uh, wellness coach, parent coach, resilient coach, business coach that goes all along with that. And what's really neat is that, you know, even this morning I was on a phone call with people in England who may start it there. We have someone in Hong Kong and Qatar and wow. Philippines, South America. And I have such a heart for like nations, not just, not just, you know, here. And I love people from other cultures. Like I just, I, I was supposed to be Spanish and it just didn't work out. I don't know. What I <laughs> so maybe I'll just give her a white body just to make it fun. Like, I don't know. Like, I, so I just, I love the food and I love people like that. And so I'm so excited to expand the idea, not just of a coaching certification, but really how can we impact people's lives for the better? How can we make a difference in some of the social issues we're seeing in our world by raising up great people who can start doing some pretty great work? Connie, where, if people want to look up and learn more about your flourishing certifications, I know it's just, I think it sounds like such an amazing program. Where can they do that? Uh, so flourishinglifecoaching.com. Awesome. Okay. And we're going to post all these links uh, at, uh, uh, in the bio of, of this podcast uh, and, um, and on YouTube. Um, you've also written a bunch of books. Uh, go to uh, ConnieJacob.com and Jacob spelled J-A-K-A-B. My right. last name used to be Smith. It was so easy. <laughs> <back then. laughs> I went from Robottom, good luck with the spellings, there to Richards, and I was grateful of that. Yes, <laughs> 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 so 
love it. She's here. <laughs> but we'll make sure that 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 those initiatives are out there and uh, anything we can do to support your cause, Connie. I think that you know, and I do. I I call you know what you do. This isn't a job. This is a movement. And um, uh, just just thank you very much for everything that you do for our communities, for our kids, for our parents, and 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 to really put attention where it needs to be, and that's on 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 mental health and and uh, and growth. So uh, thank you very much. Um, this has been this has been uh, such a fun hour. Oh, it has been, Connie. Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you today. Actually, get to chat with you. Um, thank you so much. It's it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure for me too. And I'm cheering you guys on. Love Fresh Start Mediation. Uh, thank you very much. Well, and, and and as of tomorrow, it looks like we'll actually be able to meet with people outside of the bubble. So that's going to be a whole a whole lot of fun. Uh, but take care, Connie. Thank you very, very much. And uh, that's it for today, folks. Thank you very, very much. We look forward to catching up with you on our next podcast. I